and welcome to this episode of Filmy Ladies. I am Pitu, this is Beth, and today we're going to talk about Sharmila Tagore um, as part of our Women Superstar series. Um, what to say about Sharmila Tagore? She's amazing. She's one of the most versatile actresses that we've ever seen. She started um, working in um, the film industry at age 14 with The World of Apu, her first uh, film, which was by Satyajit Ray. Um, and she literally just came out with another movie, which is called Gulmohar. It's on um, streaming, so I haven't seen it yet. But the woman has been acting for a long time. Um, she's done a lot of Bengali films, so many Ray films, which is fabulous. She's also done a lot of Hindi films. Um, for the purposes of this episode, I rewatched Devi, which is one of my favorite Ray films, and I also rewatched An Evening in Paris, which is also one of my favorite films. And even though I made a grand declaration to Beth that I would not watch both films on the same day because they're like so different from each other. Um, I did exactly that. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought my brains were going to get scrambled, but it was fine. It was fine. Um, Beth, I think, just rewatched. Um, I think Beth is just going to talk about like the one gazillion Sharmila Tagore films that she's seen instead of just focusing on one or two. Um, but anyway, we're very excited to talk about Sharmila today. So Beth, I wanted to start by asking you, I've often felt that Sharmila just has not gotten her due as an actress. And a lot of people just sort of, you know, think of her as sort of like a glamour girl or just as like a very beautiful heroine. Um, what do you think? Because I feel like it's an unfair thing to just kind of like disregard her solid acting skills. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I think she's solid is a great word. And particularly in the Bengali films that I've seen, she's very good. Mm -hmm. um i i like her in, in all the hindi films i've seen her in as well i do feel like she chose some roles that are not very substantial same is true of most women because that is what they are offered because that's what is written for them for women in general so like i i don't fault her for that really and some of her choices are a plus 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 brilliant so yeah you know, and I'd, I'd like to actually talk about that a little bit at some point, but I, yeah. So I think that I would probably agree with that. I've actually never really set. I, I feel like not a whole lot of people talk about her anymore. Um, right. I know our friends at Kandan did her as a, in a sort of an auxiliary con since she has married into a convent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just don't feel like even in blogging days, there were people who were kind of really into her beyond her amazing style that she gets to wear in a lot of films. And she is, you know, super stylish in a lot of films, really maybe more than anyone else. I would say hers are wardrobes. I wish I could carry off and had a reason to wear. Um, but yeah, I, I suspect that I would agree with that if I thought about it really hard that, yeah. And my gut is that, yes, I agree. She is underrated as an actor. Yeah, I feel like in the blogging days also, like you said, like not very many blogs talked about her. But for example, if you looked on Tumblr, back then she was so popular on Tumblr because mm -hmm. everyone used to fixate on like her eye makeup and her beehives, like her bouffants, her chiffon saris, and just, you know, her general coquetry and things like that. But Tumblr wasn't a place where you talked about how great someone's acting was. You just like, you know, fixated on their wardrobe. <laughs> so I feel like she sort of got categorized as this like very pretty person, a la Saira Banu, you know, someone like that. Mm. Except with Saira Banu, there wasn't a lot of acting that you could talk about anyway. Um, but with Sharmila, you could, and people just chose not to not to talk about it. Um, so speaking of Sharmila, since you've seen one bajillion movies of hers, which ones stand out to you as the ones where you just thought that her acting was like amazing? This will surprise no one. Nayak. Ray's Nayak, obviously Duh. astounding. Upper Sansur, which she's not in very much, obviously, but it, she is wonderful. Um, the film that I, I I did actually kind of eventually within the last 15 minutes, pick one film that I really want to focus on, which is called Barnali, which is another Bengali film. Okay. Um, I I was looking at the things I've seen from her, from Hindi films. I think she's great in Chupki Chupki. Yeah. I think she's really good in Walked. Mm -hmm. um, and I love her in Agale Lagja. I don't know if I've seen Agale Lagja. Have oh, with Shashi and the little kid? And the the, the crippled kids? kid? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I, I feel like I've seen it, but a really long time ago, okay. I don't remember it very well. Another... I kind of know the songs from it. Great songs. That's kind of another yeah. favorite of mine. And the character okay. she has in that is probably fairly typical for her, I would I would guess. Um, and I've seen her in, you know, a couple of later films as well, like uh, the Bengali um, Shubo Mahurat, sorry for my okay. pronunciation, which is which is um, the mirror cracked from side to side. Mm-hmm. Um, and is fantastic. And of course, Davy. Yeah. <laughs> like you could retire after that and be like, I'm very proud of my work. I'm done. <laughs> so it was really interesting because like the second I asked you which your favorite movies were, I was like thinking to myself, oh shit, I should have said not Ray, not Ray, oh, <laughs> like yes. non-Ray films. Because it's like the minute you say Shama, uh, like, you know, Shamila Tagore, it's like all the Ray films are going to come to the forefront, right? Which is true for me also. I mean, how can you not love her in Ray? How can you not love her in, you know, um, love her in Davy? I mean, but it's really interesting. I was reading an interview of hers and I was reading about how she felt about Ray and why, you know, she, it's mm-hmm. like she did a few films with him and then afterwards she just made her foray into Hindi cinema instead of just continuing doing films with him. And she said the reason for that, it was a conscious choice, is that she felt if she kept doing cinema with Ray, she would always sort of be under his shadow. And she would never, because it would always be Ray dominating it. And she would not have a chance to like really do other things and like break out, which I thought was a very interesting thing to say, because if I was an actor and I had an opportunity to work with Ray, I don't think I would ever do anything else. I would just be like, keep giving me roles. Thank you. Right. That's, that's fine. That's a good shadow to be in. <laughs> yeah great shadow to be in but I was like wow the guts it takes to be like yeah I don't want to be overshadowed by Ray for my whole life so I'm gonna go do something else and I'm gonna like venture to Hindi cinema and I think it's also so cool because like if you look at Davy, for instance she's so young in it and she's just she looks like a baby and it's like just so naive so innocent charming and then that movie was made in 1960. And then An Evening in Paris, which I saw on the same day, was made in 1967. And it was mind-blowing to me that it was seven years, just seven years between these films, because An Evening in Paris is completely different. She's like a complete fashion icon. She's wearing these really skimpy outfits. She has the swimsuit in Asman Seaya Farishta. She's worn the, the sari blouse that she became so famous for, like knotted in the back, like very, very skimpy ones. She's, you know, got like the whole coquetry thing happening with like the batting of the eyelashes and the flashing of the dimples and all of that. And I was like, you're the same person I watched this morning in Davy. It's like the amount of cognitive dissonance is bonkers. And that, you know, she did one of those at 15 and the other at 22, which yeah. is also still not very old. No, it's insane. <laughs> like what a dream run at yeah. the movies, right? And the funny thing is like, I feel like, it's almost like she peaked a little bit early because <laughs> she did all these fabulous films. And then she became this big hit pair with Rajesh Khanna. And I don't even know how many movies they did together, but apparently they had seven super hits together. Wow. Seven super hits, like just gigantic blockbusters that they did together. And I honestly don't like her Rajesh Khanna movies. I was just about to say, I think I've seen one or two of those. Oh, she cries a lot. It's just yeah. very tiring. It's like Aradna and Amar Prem. And it's like, it's so funny. Like when I told my mom, like she wanted to know what episode we were recording today. And I said, we're doing an episode of Shirmala Tagore. And she said, oh my God, are you going to talk about Amar Prem? And I was like, no. All she does is cry. <laughs> it's so weepy. So like her movies with Rajesh Khanna don't do anything for me. I watch the songs because like the songs yeah. are so beautiful and she looks so amazing in them. But the films themselves are very like weepy and there's a lot of tyag happening in them. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want. And then I think again, she started doing like interesting films after that. But it's like her most popular era in Hindi films is actually the most uninteresting to me. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Her. So one of the things I was thinking about when I was pulling together the list of what I've seen of her, because I just kept remembering more and more films that I've seen of hers. She has a remarkable run in Bengali with Sumitra Chatterjee. Like they do mm-hmm. a bunch of films together. Not all of them, Ray. Although quite a few. <laughs> um, and then she has this amazing run with Shashi Kapoor. So yeah. 
do I dislike her because she's with my two favorite actors? No, but I, but I have, that's the context through which I have seen her up. Like I've landed at those films because of the men and right. I'm very happy to see her, but yeah. she is, I, you know, I don't, I actually turned off Aradna halfway through. I was like, I cannot with this movie. It's just very, yeah. <laughs> but then I, you know, so for me, her, her Hindi, her Hindi A plus star is Shashi Kapoor. And I know some people will be like, no, it's Shami Kapoor. I'm like, no man, that age difference was to me. Um, <gasps> so I like her with Shashi. And also they're just so beautiful together. And uh, our friend Carla, who wrote the Filmy Geek blog, we would mm. call it Shasha for <laughs> Shashi. And oh gosh. <laughs> like it's a Shasha film. <laughs> um, I actually do like her with Shami Kapoor. Oh, do you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, but I know, also just like Shami in general. Like I've always liked him. I love his manic energy. I feel like if I was a film actor, I would probably be Shami Kapoor. <laughs> <laughs> I would have delusions of grandeur, right? Like I feel like if I, I'm like if I was a male actor, I wouldn't would want to be Irfan Khan, but I wouldn't. I would actually be Shami. I would be dangling in a bathrobe, showing off my thigh from a helicopter, and that, just doing madness. That in general. really is an amazing <laughs> song. It is so fun. I had forgotten. I mean, I remember the water skiing, but I had forgotten Shami dangling from a helicopter in a bathrobe. Like, uh, sounds a little scary. Like, why not? Why not do that? Why not? In why not? Beirut or wherever they are. Right. And then at the end of it, apparently, um, so she just said this in an interview that I saw like last week, she was on some show promoting Gulmohar, her latest movie. And um, she said in that, that at the end of the song, when Shami kind of like jumps off of the helicopter and lands on the boat, that was completely Shami Kapoor's idea. And it was totally impromptu. She had no idea who was going to do that. And so she was like, completely shocked and terrified, which again, I was like, yeah, but that's again, you know, hashtag just show me things. Like, why should this surprise us? Nothing which show me should surprise us. And the way he's but like, I do like their bearing. Flopping around on the boat and you just think like, you're going to fall off and get hit by another power boat. Like, uh. Common sense practicality, level-headedness, and Shami Kapoor are two very different things. This is this and this is Shami. It's not, seem- you can't, you can't blend them, no. <laughs> but I, I like them a lot in Kashmir Kikali also. Like, she's so cute in it. She does not look Kashmiri at all, but <laughs> I do like them in that. I like them. I also like Shami and Saira together in Jungli. So I think I have a soft spot for Shami and his madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do, I feel like she balances a bad because she's clearly not insane. Right. She's a very sane person. Um, and so they kind of like look good together. Whereas I think Shasha is sane. <laughs> like they're very beautiful, but they both, they both make sense. So, <laughs> so let's, do you want to talk about Devi? Sure. I mean, is there a more powerful film on the, the dangers of religious what Madness. it's not quite it's not quite fanaticism and it's not just belief it's something it's like it's something like about the 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 compulsive yeah, behavior religious compulsive behavior almost like schizophrenia almost like the, religious schizophrenia and the willingness to believe with what would seem to anyone else to be no evidence whatsoever oh um, yeah that film is is terrifying and her face at the end when like her makeup is running and she just goes off and you're like oh god and I then mean, that last shot in the meadow where she just runs off you're like where where did you go and then it's like poof it's so powerful oh. and what is crazy about Devi? uh so for those of you who don't know what what we're talking about Devi is um a satyajit ray movie and she is the the Devi in question. It also has what Beth and I consider to be the greatest movie poster of all time. It is truly gorgeous. It is just a work of art as far as graphic design is concerned. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Ray himself who used to design all his movie posters. Um, So in Devi, she just plays this very young, naive, innocent bride and her, she lives in a joint family and her father-in-law who is like a huge uh, devotee of the goddess Kali, has a dream and you know for some random reason he believes that his daughter-in-law is a is an incarnation of the goddess and then begins this whole descent into madness of everyone like there's literally a terrifying shot in that film where there is a sea of people a sea mm-hmm. of people just 
making the trek, making the pilgrimage to go and meet the Devi because they're convinced that she's going to bless them and she has to like heal their injured, like sick children and stuff like that. It's truly frightening. And what makes it even more frightening is that she did not ask for any of this. She does not want any of this. She is trapped into this kind of like figurehead of divinity and she doesn't, she can't break out of it. I mean, her husband does try to, you know, tell her in the middle of the night, will like elope, but she's terrified and she doesn't know how to do that either. And so it's just, it's such a terrifying movie, um, but so well done. And she's so good. Um, you really should watch Devi if you can. Um, I watched it on Einthusen with um, English subtitles, um, but it's also available on the Criterion collection. Um, you know what was so funny about Devi also is that it's so relevant even today. It's 2023. Devi was made in um, 1960 and it portrays the time period that it portrays is 1850. Um, so it's like set in the 1800s or whatever. And just a few days ago, the Dalai Lama um, announced who's going to be like the next Dalai Lama. And it's like a, a twin boy like a Mongolian boy or something and it's like these two twin boys and one of them is going to be the next Dalai Lama and I remember reading that and I was like okay so his childhood is now over because like now he has to like lead the Tibetan people in the future it's crazy and it's 2023 and it's still happening we're still taking absolutely normal flesh and blood human beings whether they're adults whether they're children and we're still endowing them with all of these make-believe notions and putting the burden of divinity on them as if being human isn't hard enough. So I love how you, you phrase that. Um, I, the, that film is such a powerful portrayal of what we do specifically to young women in this case. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting that this is the thing thrust upon her when we are probably more used to seeing portrayals about when they are forced to be sexual before they're ready or when they are forced to become a mom or a mother figure or have massive household chores or financial responsibilities before they're ready or, um, you know, certain like appearance based things or whatever, but like to, to be <laughs> the burden of divinity is, uh, yeah. it, it crushes her. You know, what's also it's really hard. funny though. It, I mean, not funny, but like, it made me think of all of those movies about like witch trials, you know, yeah. like the Salem witch trials, like yeah. the crucible and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And if you think about it, if you take away the God and the demon, devil, whatever, if you take mm -hmm. that like binary thinking away, it's the same thing. You're attributing to women something that they never said they were. Like in the witch trials, you're basically saying to someone, you're a witch because you gave this potion to my wife and then my wife like mysteriously like miscarried her child and therefore we're going to kill you now. And here you're saying you're a god because you healed my child and it's like right. it's the same thing though why can't yeah. she just be a normal regular person right. and i feel like sharmila does such a good job she has very very little dialogue in this yeah. film all her acting is just through her eyes and the body language and there's scenes like you feel so bad for her she's dressed in all these clothes and this jewelry and she's wearing like garlands and she's literally mm -hmm. like this she just looks yeah. like tired and dehydrated Oh yeah. Like somebody give her electrolytes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm -hmm. It's such a powerful film. I've only seen it the once uh, and I almost don't want to watch it again because <laughs> yeah. it's so harrowing. And also um, there's so many of Ray's films, particularly these early ones where all I can, I'm just like, that was perfect. I would, I have nothing. I can't talk about it because it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of them for me. <laughs> It's also fairly short. I mean, unless my copy on Anthusen was like cut or something, it was only so, one hour and 40 minutes. But like everything that's packed in those one hours and 40 minutes, I was like, oh, Lord. And you almost couldn't bear to have it be longer. No, I right? don't want it's, it to be longer. Yeah. I do not need more. Um, also, <laughs> this is how we know it's the Filmy Ladies blog uh, podcast, because the other movie that it reminded me of, who do you think I'm going to mention? Sunny Deal. No. no, Dev Anand. Yes. <laughs> we should have a drinking game. Every time we mention Dev Anand, we have to take a shot. We'd be drunk in no time. <laughs> it's almost 5 p.m. in California, so it is happy hour, Beth. So the reason I thought of Dev Anand was because of Guide. Oh. Because <laughs> it's the same thing in that too, right? Like they just decide one day that he's a god man or like a, a swami or whatever. And then right. next thing you know, there's a scene even in Guide where there's just 
long lines of people just traversing the desert to come find him and to get his blessings. And one of them happens to be Bahida as well. And again, he's trapped in that thing where he can't say that he's human. Like he just can't say that anymore, but he's clearly not human. And I love that scene in Devi also where um, her husband, like Samitra Chatterjee actually asks her, cause he's so horrified. Can you imagine being in Samitra Chatterjee's position? You've gone away to Calcutta to study in college and your sister-in-law sends you a letter and she's like, uh, your dad has lost his mind. You need to come back because stupid shit is happening. And you come back and of all the things, you discover right. that your wife has been like become a goddess. And then in a scene, he actually, he like looks at her and he's like, you don't actually believe you're a goddess, do you? He's <laughs> almost afraid of what she's going to say. Yeah. Like what if she says, well, yeah, actually, I do think I'm a goddess. That almost makes more sense in a way, right? Because <laughs> right? we're so used to people having delusions of grandeur and delusions of importance and whatever, uh, you know, it is March 30th. Interesting news has just happened in the United States yes. about such a person. Um, but Hint. the person is orange. Very orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, the And so here we have someone who, and even if some of those people who have delusions of divine power or whatever, even if they are genuinely think they are, and they're not just pretending and running a con, mm -hmm. which I think most of them are. Yeah. Um, she's she's not doing any of this she has no power and so yeah. the idea of being a goddess yet being powerless at the same time speaks to something very interesting about i think particularly about women and maybe even young women right like that's yeah fascinating fascinating i mean you would think if you thought someone was divine you would actually ask them like what they want to do during How the day and you? what they you know want what? To... Like to just kill <laughs> everyone just chill <laughs> I just want to lie on my bed and watch movies. Do you have a problem with that? Also, I would like some ice cream. Thanks. Um, this is why I'm not a goddess. Mm -hmm. um, what else is it going to say? Um, yeah, just a very powerful movie and mm -hmm. a little bit scary to watch, but also very relevant, I think. Um, I think everyone should watch Devi at least oh, yeah. once. It's really oh, good. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, the other movie that I watched... Um, was an evening in Paris, which I also enjoy. And I had so much fun because I kept taking screenshots of every single outfit that Shirmila Tagore has worn, like every outfit, all her saris, all her jewelry, loved her makeup. Costumes are by Mani Rabadi, by the way, because I was like, wait, is this going to be another Banu Atayya credit? And it wasn't. It was by Mani Rabadi. Um, and I'm curious to see what other work she has done because her costumes were phenomenal. They're really All these... Yeah. gorgeous saris and her makeup and her bouffant. I have a question about her hair. <laughs> How? I do not know what. Well, what is did it they real? use? Is so it a wig? It, I mean, there must be padding under there, right? I forget the wig terminology for that, but there's got to be like netting or something under that to be yeah. the substructure. I mean, it's like, like a construction and architectural thing. huge, yeah. And it doesn't budge at all. Nope. Like you're dancing, you're cavorting in Paris, you're running around and it just doesn't budge. And it's like every Sharmila Tagore Hindi movie I've ever seen, like with the exception of movies like, you know, Chupke Chupke or whatever, she always has that massive bouffant. <laughs> Rocky always had a massive bouffant. Yeah. Asha Parekh had it. Yeah. Like all those heroines in the 70s, they all had this ginormous thing on their head. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, how do you sleep? Is What is this thing? It looks so uncomfortable. And the crazy thing is like they're dancing. Like I've seen Asha yeah. Parekh songs where she's dancing so vigorously and yeah. it doesn't budge. Nope. It's crazy. It is like a work <laughs> of art, that thing. It's nonsense. Like the amount of hairspray and everything. And probably their actual hair was like slicked back in a tight little ponytail. <laughs> and then they have this on top. Um, but anyway, so An Evening in Paris was great. Um, it's just like a very fun rom-com, comic caper. Shami Kapoor has amazing energy. And this movie is just like, it just starts with like, bam. <laughs> it's It does not take any time getting to the point. It's like you start the movie and it's like, there's a song and there's Shami Kapoor in a trench coat and he's doing all the things and he's doing all the facial expressions and he's flailing and he's dancing and he's having fun. And it's like, how much caffeine is this man on? But it's so delightful. And then the, the credits come and then it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And then she's in the plane and then she lands and she's at the airport. And it's just, it just takes off. It 
spends no time at all getting to anything. It's just very <laughs> speedy. It's a very speedy movie. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And I, I do love the Shami and um, Sharmila Tagore chemistry. I just think they look very cute together. I do, and I also have a soft spot for Shami Kapoor because he's so gorgeous. And I always wonder, like, how many different places can he dance in? So in an evening, <laughs> yeah, dance floors are for normal people, Beth. You're right. Shami Kapoor don't need no dance floor. The world no. is his dance floor. Yes, correct. So he's dancing <laughs> in this ski lift. In yeah. Akele, Akele, Kajareo. First time ever, I think someone has danced in a ski lift. He's dancing on roads and all. That's like normal people. He's dancing out of a helicopter. He, he's dancing on the boat. He's dancing everywhere. He's dancing on the Eiffel Tower. He has danced in boats before as well. In Kashmir Kikali, he's yeah. danced in the snow, in jungly, in this movie. It's he's dancing in the rain. He dances in the, he just dances. The man just dances and his dances make no sense and there is no choreography, but it's so much fun. Shami Kapoor is one of those actors. He just makes me happy. Aww. He just makes me happy. I look at him and I'm happy because I know he's he's having a good time. He's having a great I hope, time. I hope and I'm going to have a good, oh, I, I don't think he's faking that. <laughs> Just the joy, the vibra that the man has. Everything is like more. More is more he with is Shami more. Kapoor. <laughs> and I feel like in the movie, Sharmila is just like having a ball. Hmm. She's just smiling and flirting and being cute and sassy. And oh my God, her cabaret numbers. <gasps> They're funny. They're so fun. So for those of you who don't know, Evening in Paris has um, sort of a double role of uh, Sharmila Tagore. So she is a spoiled brat called Deepa who flies to Paris because, I don't know, spoiled brats fly to Paris all the no, time, I because guess. because she wants to fall in Ooh. love and there's no there's no lovable men. My yeah, in India. Said, like no lovers in India. And I put that on no, Twitter. She said that, yeah. was like, retweet, retweet. <laughs> She's like, there are no Indian men do not know how to love. There is no one to love in India. So I'm going to Paris, which but was like great logic. The narrator says it, which is even funnier. So she's sitting there in a plane seat being like, <laughs> like eye roll acting to save her life. It's funny. It's so funny. By the way, I'm going to take screenshots of all your expressions you did. I'm oh, going to make no. a GIF out of it. Good luck. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Turn my camera off. Now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, so then she lands in Paris and then Shami Kapoor meets her and then all the hijinks ensue. And we eventually discover that she has a doppelganger um, and that doppelganger's name is Rupa and she's a cabaret dancer. And this gives us the amazing, amazing cabaret number, which is actually my favorite cabaret song of all time. Ooh. Not Pia Tu Ab Aja. So I know, thankfully, Lancharoni is not here, so she can't beat me. Um, but Zubi Zubi Zalembu is amazing and like her costumes she's such a good dancer in these cabaret mm. numbers Beth she's so good like when she's like snapping her fingers and she's looking at the camera like she's so phenomenal and I never thought of Shamila Tagore as a dancer I was I'm really glad you said that because so I only made it kind of halfway through this movie I have seen it before <laughs> but I had no memory of it at all I don't know I've seen it. did Shami Kapoor exhaust you Honestly, I think he kind of did. And like, I was getting, <gasps> she was definitely engaged with what's going on in the film, but yeah. I, I just was tired watching him. And I was like, what? <laughs> As a performance, it's one thing, but then if you try to get yourself into the movie and I was having a trouble of having trouble suspending disbelief, you know, yeah. like, this guy came up to you on the street. <laughs> You'd be like, no. <laughs> right. Uh, and I just, you know, it's got a little bit of the stocking equals love formula, which, you yeah. know, is in many movies. That's not his, yes. even, like that's everywhere. But I just, I kind of, I just wasn't buying it. And okay. I, you know, usually like prawn and an insane wig and like some twins, that's plenty for me for a movie. Yeah. I don't know if I was just tired or what. So I, I actually got this from the library on DVD. Oh. I couldn't find it with subtitles online, but our university library had it on DVD. Amazing. <laughs> uh, so I went over and got it at lunch the other day. And um, so I do think I'll try to watch it this weekend. I just kind of wasn't feeling it during the weeknight for some reason. But but I went to the blog of our friend Greta, uh, Memsop hmm. Story Blog, who is the biggest Shami Kapoor fan that I know. Yes. <laughs> and she also is underwhelmed by this movie. So I was okay. It's not just me, but again, maybe we're, we both are not Hindi speakers. So like, you know, maybe it's right. that, 
but she, I don't know anyone who loves Shami Kapoor more than she does. She, she met him before he died, Yeah, um, you know, and she too was kind of like, nah, nah. but that, I mean, the, <laughs> I, I, so I couldn't screen grab it because I was watching the DVD, the actual DVD player. Not I took lots computer. of screenies. Um, so I, but I was sad because the fashions really are just absolutely astounding. There's a, like a black cocktail dress before she yes. was on one evening and like, you know, I, again, as we learn, as I, I in particular learned more about saris, I have, you know, there's so many beautiful chiffon, super beaded things that she's wearing and yeah, just the enormous hair. And I mean, I, I remember when Khandan talked about her, awesome said something like, you know, I know we have friends who use Sharmila as their like display picture on Twitter and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, oh, it'd be me. I would be talking yeah. to me. Cause I have a screen grab of her from some movie where she's like going like right. that I love or like, Right. I, I mean, she makes great faces. Right. And I don't know if it's the, the, I mean, I can't believe we've talked this long and not said the cat eye to end all cat eyes of makeup. Amazing. Like, yes. Um, I mean, I couldn't do that to, if my life depended on it. So I didn't even try, but I, I, uh, you know, she, there's something about how she uses her face and I think augmented by makeup in a way that you, that, that's what makeup is for sometimes. So like, right. Makes great faces. And I can see why she would have been a Tumblr icon. Back yeah. In the day. Such a Tumblr icon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the songs in this are so good. Her right. cabaret numbers are good. She's there's also that other cabaret number, Leja, 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 Miradil. That mm-hmm. one is really amazing. Her costumes are very skimpy yes. in the cabaret numbers, which I love because uh, they're cabaret numbers, um, but they're really, really good. And um, the, it has one of my most favorite songs, like in terms of picturization, which is Rat Ke Ham Safar, Thak Ke She's wearing a dark blue Jantani sari with like a gold necklace. He's wearing like midnight blue. It's dark. It's like, it is actually an evening in Paris. Right. Right. And wherever they've shot it, they've shot it in front of some sort of historic building because they're in front of these like metal gates. And the metal gates are also like midnight blue and they have like mm. a gold copper like finial on top of them. Uh. And they look so good in front of it. Like they, they're just such a glamorous, gorgeous couple. Um, but yeah, so an evening in Paris is a lot of fun if someone is just looking for like a fun comic caper um, and like double role and just great fashions. Just at least watch the songs of an evening in Paris, even if you don't watch the movie itself. But um, she's just like an immense, um, she's also, I remember back during the blogging days, a lot of my gay friends loved her because she mm-hmm. was kind of like a gay men's icon as well. Um, I, I think just, probably because of her like you know naughtiness and her mischief and just like that sense of like abandon I think that's actually why Shami and Sharmila work as a pair for me because they Mm. both they do not care a hoot about any sort of social connection (laughs) it just seems like you can make them do anything and they're like sure (laughs) so yeah um what other movies of hers um do you like I mean, I, I like most everything I've seen her in, um, but I want to talk about this uh, film from, oh dear goodness me, what year is this film? I'm so sorry. It's the early 1960s, 1963, apologies. Okay. It's called Barnali, which I believe means rainbow. So it's between Davy and yes. An Evening in Paris. Okay. This Is two, it black and white? It is. Um, this is a Bengali film. Um, it is something that I randomly found on YouTube one day when I was early in my sort of Sumitra Chatterjee filmography uh, exploration. They are they are the lead. It's in it. It takes place in a very short time frame, and the basic story is that um, Sharmila is the daughter of um, a teacher, and um, Sumitra's brother or somebody in his family is getting married. So they've sent him around with the invitation cards and he gives one Mm. to them by accident, but that's their meet cute is he's gone to their house. And then it turns out he has to go uninvite them, which is horribly awkward, obviously. Um, (laughs) And she is not only is she a student, she is doing her MA in, I believe, philosophy or literature. I feel like you don't get to see that very often. And it's in Bengali films when you see it, in my experience. Right. <laughs> um, let's hear one for the brainy girls. Um, you know, and they just, they just kind of, she's engaged to someone else who turns out to be 
not great. And I don't want I don't want to spoil this because I really think a lot of people have not seen this film. So I, I haven't say much more. It I mean, you really liked young Sumitra Chatterjee in um in our movie the other day. So this would be one I would highly recommend. I've watched this movie at okay. least five times. It's a comfort film for me. And it's just beautiful. It has gorgeous music. There's a song where they go on a boat ride on the river at night. Okay. So pretty. And like, she's just kind of like, you know, you see her kind of like dreamily looking into the distance or the reflections of water and it's super pretty. And it's a a nice, sweet, perfect little film. Everyone I've recommended it to has liked it. So I really hope that you and others will, will get it. And it is on YouTube with English subtitles. I will put the link to that in the show notes. There's several versions on YouTube, but there is one at least with English subtitles. So keep looking. If you need those, keep looking till you find it. Um, this, this movie is just a delightful, delightful gem. And it's also got a good cast of the Bengali, um, like character actor uncles who are wedding guests and they're, they're pretty funny. It's like a nice rogues gallery of some of those guys. So is it like a rom-com? Is it a romantic movie? Like, are there any twists? I would say that it is not quite... It's a, it's not, I wouldn't really call it a drama and I wouldn't really call it a comedy. I would, I guess okay. if it's not flat out a comedy, you kind of have to call it a drama, but I would call it a romance, I think. Okay. More yeah. than anything else. There's nothing particularly dramatic. Okay. It's very, very gentle. And there's something about okay. that, that I find very like, I just sort of like lose myself into this film. Yeah. This is one of those films you're like, that could actually happen. Right. You know, it's not, um, it doesn't have like the, the wish fulfillment lifestyle or, or anything like that. It's just very normal people who, who, you know, do some, it's slightly filmy with the, like, oh, we invited the wrong family to the wedding. But if you're walking around and you can't find the house number, like I can see how you would give an invitation card to the wrong person or whatever. So it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's just a very sweet, sweet little film from the way you're describing it it all it's almost making me think of all of the slice of life um 70s hindi films i love like you know the amul palekar vidya sinha movies like yeah and stuff like that or like choti sibat and stuff like that it's kind of like that relatable romance definitely yeah like working in an office right in like hr or something and i i will admit that part of the appeal to this film is that, you know, this is made just a couple of years after Opera Sansar and she does look older, not, not, she still looks very young because she is very young, but there's something about seeing them together again. And you're like, this is the chance that those two never got because she, died, yeah. you know, like, so it's <laughs> or the chance they never got in Davy. The chance they never got in Davy, right? When maybe that's one of the reasons I like seeing those two together <laughs> so much over the years, and like you know, Aranya Din Ratri, um, and all sorts of things. So that yeah, so seeing them, and I don't know if this is their only film together that's not Ray or the descendant of Ray in the case of the later version of Aranya Din Ratri, but um, I should have looked that up. I apologize, but it is it is yeah, it, it's just a delightful, delightful film. And I hope people will give it a try. And I, you know, I really do enjoy her with Shashi Kapoor too. Like Agale Lagja is one of my favorites. Um, Amne Samne is kind of a murder mystery one that mm-hmm. they're in. And so Shashi, at times you you think like, oh my God, is he the killer? And seeing Shashi Kapoor that way is really fun. Um, right. Really get to play that kind of role. Um, and then of course, Suhana Safar, which is basically, it happened one night mm-hmm. again. <laughs> <laughs> all Kapoor's must do it. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, that's another one that I really like. And again, it, it, Pop or Punia is another one from the seventies with them or early seventies. I think that's, that movie has a really beautiful holy song that I feel like does not come up on the big lists of holy numbers very often, but they, okay. they have kind of a dream sequence where it's holy and, and they, um, you know, they're decked out and, um, really beautiful traditional clothes and like are playing colors with each other. And it's really, I mean, they're just, they're so beautiful together. And I think they not, I want, I want to be clear in all of their films. It's not that they're both like wealthy, well-educated hmm. as we talked about the Shashi Kapoor hero type. It's not that they are always that, but I do think they kind of they have the same vibe in some of their yeah. films in a way. It's never like those two. Like, I feel like they mesh very well together. They do. Somehow. And I don't know if that's really good acting or something they brought from their personal lives or what, um, but I really like them together. But I I, I like her. I mean, I've seen her a few movies with Ajun Kumar. She's, she's good with him. Like, I think, I just think she's 
quite good. I know many people prefer her Bengali films to her Hindi films. And I, I don't know if that's language question, if it's the roles she got or was offered in Bengali or more substantial or mm -hmm. something. Um, I like both. Yeah, same. Um, have you seen Swapi? It's like no. not that great a movie. It's okay. But yeah. um, that one also has Sharmila Tagore and Shashi Kapoor and they're way older. Like, I don't I don't know how old they are in that, but to put it in context, in Swati, she plays the mother of Meenakshi Shushadri, who is like oh. a grown woman. And Shashi Kapoor plays the father of a very, very young Madhuri Dikshit who had oh. not yet made it in the big leagues. Like she looks wow. barely 16 in it. So yeah, it's kind of like- that movie at all. You should consider watching it. It's just, it's weird, but also cool to see huh. Sharmila and Shashi as like a way older couple who are not like married to each other, but like they have daughters and it's, it's just, it's interesting. It's not like one of the great films that you're going to love, but I'm just saying if you, if you ship hashtag Shasha, I do. then you should consider watching it for that reason. I don't reason. think it's on her Wikipedia um, filmography, so I will have to go a hunting for it. Um, okay. There's another film of hers I want to talk about that I have hmm. not seen because I can't find it with subtitles and I refuse to watch it without New Delhi Times. <gasps> oh, so everybody, good. everybody has that reaction. If you know of this film with English subtitles, please tell me. I will make a donation to your favorite charity in your honor. Like I've been desperate to watch this movie for 15 years and I can't find it. Like the director is on Twitter. He has told me it's not out there with subtitles. Like I want to oh, see gosh. this film so badly because everyone. We'll, I love that movie so much. It is so good. It is so good. It's one of the greatest movies ever. If yeah. we ever find, we should watch it together and I'll just be your translator. <laughs> just like every 30 seconds, be like, boop, boop, boop. I'll just pause it. Like, you know, the hello, how are you scenes? Like, we'll ignore those. But anytime, like, Shashi Kapoor says something really important, I'll be like, pause. I'll be like, okay, Beth, he said that. And then we'll continue. I will do that for New <laughs> Delhi Times because that it is, is such a good movie. That is I would friendship. say, yes, <laughs> that is also true New Delhi Times fandom. Um, New Delhi Times and I would say Kalyog are two Shashikur Kapoor movies that I love. And it kills me that not enough people know them, not enough people have seen them. And it's like every time people talk about Shashikapur and they're like, I like him in Divar. And I'm like, yes, 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 I get it. But have you seen New Delhi Times? Have you seen Kalyuk? Have you seen Junoon? And then they say no. And I'm like, and then I become grumpy Kamal Pitu. Um, but yes, we should, we'll watch it together and okay. I will I will pause it. And, and okay. then as a public service, we <laughs> should upload New Delhi Times on YouTube with subtitles Seriously. that I have translated. We'll consider it our gift to the world. I mean, everyone raves about that film. It always, you know, it's always on lists about films about journalists, of course, but it's so on phenomenal. all sorts of lists about great films, especially like kind of yeah. great under, under seen films. And I... Um, yeah, I, I, I'd kind of forgotten because every, every couple of years I'm like, oh yeah, I still haven't found that. <laughs> so here's my, you know, this, this dose of it for this time. <gasps> right. Oh, I love it so much. But too, did you know that she's in a film called Tiag? <laughs> Does it have a sequel called Is That? <laughs> I don't know. But it stars Rajesh Khanna. Of course it does. <laughs> we will we will one day use all of our sofa couch cushion change and we will make tag or is that it will definitely it will begin with a montage of grumpy camels. I can just see it. This <laughs> is how we're gonna become famous and a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just add everything we like about Hindi films into it and it will right. make no sense. And people will tell us that we've lost our minds that our movie is really stupid. And I'll defend it by saying they don't know true art. Mm. They can argue with us? I don't think so. No, I'll just be like, you stupid. My movie brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there any other Shashi, uh, Sharmila movie? I was going to say Shashi Kapoor. Is there any other Sharmila movie that you want to talk about? How do you feel about her legacy? How do you feel about her granddaughter, Sarah Ali Khan? <laughs> so this is interesting. Like we, we've been trying to talk about like, what is the unique selling point of each of these women that we talk about, especially when they're, you know, overlapping with each other. Um, so we're moving, you know, moving ahead through time. Um, I honestly don't know what her unique selling point is. I really don't. And, I, and I'm not saying she doesn't have one. I just don't know what it is. And maybe I haven't seen quite enough. Like I've seen more of her films than I've seen Asha Parekh, for example, who I think is oh yeah, pretty strong contemporary, right? And I do like Asha Parekh. She's a stronger dancer, I think. Oh, for um, sure. But I really enjoy her. 
but I've just seen more of Charmendless films for whatever reason, um, probably hero related as it would turn out based yeah. on what I've seen here. Um, but yeah, I really, I mean, I know she was the, the censorship board chair at one point, right? So she like was invested kind of in, in workings of the film industry from that angle. My very brief understanding of that is that she had concerns about how much skin people were showing and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> uh, but at least she kind of speaks from some experience, I guess, but I'm sure I would not agree with her about that. Yeah, yeah. her legacy, I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of Seth Ali Khan, big fan. Right. Um, I have not been impressed by Sara in what I've seen so far, but I've only seen a couple of oh. things, but I just, I don't. It's rough. But you know, like I, I watched Stupid Cooley Number One. That movie's absolute dreck. Why and did I, you watch it? Why? Uh, I think I was going to go on Condon and talk about it, or I was trying to catch up with the, the releases of the year to make a year end list or something. And I was cat sitting. So I was at my friend's house with their cat and watching it on wherever it was streaming at that time. Um, I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not impressed with her, but you know, she, she hopefully will improve with time. Everyone gets a, should, should get to improve. Oh, she can leave. Go ahead. She could also leave. Um, That's fine. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny when you mentioned the thing about um, when Sharmila used to be the head of the censor board. So she got a lot of flack back then. I was definitely one of the people that were like, she sucks. Because during the time when she was so obviously, if you're in that position, you have an enormous amount of power. And that year, the National Award for Best Actor went to Sefali Khan for, get this, Humtum. And you know who else that was a contender? Was that year, Shahrukh. Shahrukh was a contender for Swadesh. It made no sense whatsoever. It was like, even if you are not a Shahrukh Khan fan and you don't think he's a great actor or whatever, which is fine, you're wrong, but it's fine. For Swadesh, they didn't give him the national award for that. And they gave it to Sefali Khan and they gave it to him for Humtum, which is one of the most silly movies I've ever seen. That's and ridiculous. so everyone was like, this was clearly a case of nepotism. And she just made sure that her son got the national award. And it's also so sad. It's sad for Shah Rukh, who absolutely 100% deserved it for Swadesh. And also would make so much sense because it's the national award. It's not film right. fairs. The national awards do try to reward films that take like a progressive narrative forward and you gave it to Humtum. Yeah. And it's also sad for Sefali Khan because it almost shows like she didn't have enough faith on, in him that he could get it on his own merit because guess what he did the following year, Omkara. Right. It's like, you didn't think your kid could perform well, did you? And that's how you made sure that he got a prize for Humtum. But like he came up with Langra Tyagi that the next year. Why did you do that? But it's like a lot of Shah Rukh Khan fans, me, myself included, when we discuss Swadesh, we get on our high horse and we start lambasting Sharmila Tagore because we're like, unfair. <laughs> but I, I definitely believe in the conspiracy theory where they were like, because what are the chances, right? You're the head of the censor board, film certification. Your kid's movie gets a national award for best actor that year. Come on now. <laughs> that's that's really, uh, that is a big strike against her in my opinion. I know, right? That's pretty crappy. <laughs> I mean, there's nepotism and then there's nepotism. I know. That is like quite a, quite a big tabba of nepotism, I would say. But okay, we'll, uh, we'll ignore that for now and just like focus on how we like her movies and how good she was as, like an, as an actor. Maybe don't ever come back in any kind of like film body thing because- Yeah, don't be an administrator. Things. Don't do that. Just do the movies. That's fine. Hopefully she's- coming back and doing more films because she just did Gulmohar after 12 years. So maybe she'll do more. I don't know. That was Now you watched that, right? I did not watch it because oh, it's not. on, it had very mixed reviews. And I was like, mm. at mm. first I wanted to see it because I do like her very much. And I like Manoj Bajpai a lot. Yeah. And I was like, but then it started getting mixed reviews. And I was like, mm. I mean, my, my watch list is so long always. It's just never ending. Yeah. So I just kind of have to like prioritize and pick and choose. And I was like, if people had said that Gilmore was like a slam dunk, I would have seen it. But otherwise, I'm not going to go hunting for it. I would watch it on a plane. Yeah, I would watch it on a plane as well. I've watched many, many <laughs> things on planes. <laughs> I okay. tried to watch, um, I've blanked on what this movie was called, but it is related to her because her former daughter-in-law, Amrita Singh, is in it. Um, the um, film where Tiger Shroff plays like a the flying jot. 
Oh, I've not seen it. I, I started to watch that on a plane. And after about 20 minutes, I was like, not even on a plane. I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> what is the flying shot about? Is it about Milka Singh? He's a superhero. Oh, Lord. Like in a blue. Okay, never mind. That's what it's called, right? Am I completely crazy? No, I think there was a movie. Like, I, I usually, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. anytime That's I hear one. Tiger Shroff, yeah. I just, my eyes glaze over and I yeah. just, the information never lands in my brain. It just like comes like the wind and it passes. I'm it sure. just never enters. So Sorry, I don't Melanie. Know. We have a we have a friend on Twitter who who loves who loves Tiger Shroff. She's she she isn't doing a PhD in um you know focusing on Indian cinema. And so she jokes about being the world's foremost Tiger Shroff scholar, but she probably is. <laughs> She's probably the world's only Tiger Shroff scholar. <laughs> we shall see. That is not what she writes about, by the way, is not Tiger Shroff, but she does tweet about Tiger Shroff and it's very good. <laughs> At first I was very worried for her PhD. <laughs> Imagine if you did your PhD on Tiger Shop. I mean, I think I think worse and stranger PhDs have been written than that for sure. Has she seen our embarrassing crushes episode? You should show that to her. I should show that to her. <laughs> she will relate. She will do a hard relate. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Unless there is anything else you want to add. No. Oh, there's just one tiny little thing I wanted to add. Um, I always complain about the lack of diversity. And one of my pet peeves is the fact that Indian cinema does, or at least Hindi cinema, does not have a lot of Northeastern representation. Um, one of the biggest Northeastern stars that we have in Bollywood has been Danny Denzongpa, who is from mm -hmm. uh, the state of Sikkim. Um, not a lot of actresses. Um, a lot of people mm -hmm. think Mala Sena is Northeastern. She's not. She's actually from Nepal. But um, Sharmila Tagore is actually half Assamese. So yes. she's Bengali on the Tagore side and her maternal side is Barua, which is Assamese. So there you have it. Like we have one half Assamese heroine and I feel like we need more. So would be nice to maybe our next superstar will be a girl from Meghalaya or Tripura or Arunachal Pradesh. That would be lovely. Be cool. um, but yeah. So thank you for watching this episode of Filmy Ladies. We hope you had fun. Um, if you have any important Sharmila Tagore opinions you want to share with us, if you want to discuss cat eyes and feather boas and things like that, then just let us know in the comments. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. We have a Twitter account. We have an Instagram account. We used to have a Facebook account, but Beth God is locked out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not old and annoying and you don't use Facebook anyway, so it's fine. Um, so thank you for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye.